0: Synchronicity University has an incredible jam-packed March season coming up and for a very limited time you can choose your tuition rate, five-week courses with me, I'm finally back after two years away, and Zamboni Funk and Celeste Brooks. You add to this an incredible speaker series which includes superstar astrologer Maurice Fernandez. Well, you can see here that there's so much to look forward to and even more. Choose your tuition rate on now at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of February 25th, 2024. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week. Without a doubt, big moves happening in the sky now. Boy, is this a very special time. This week is a bit of a roller coaster. I do want to be straightforward with you. As high as you can go is as low as you can go with a week like this. And the highs are overly optimistic, overly indulgent. However, so is that sense of being brought down to Earth to reality, perhaps even with a thud. On the one hand, we want to see things and believe things are wonderful and great. And we might be telling ourselves that, and yet the evidence might actually be telling us something different. This week has the sense of overindulgence, but it also has the sense of being able to see where it is that we went way over the top. And now what are we going to do about it? How are we going to face our lives and face ourselves with a sense of maturity and responsibility? Now, the highest responsibility we are ever going to have is to our own happiness. And I mean that personally, of course, I know that we have responsibilities in life and to other people uh, to whom it is uh, that their care is entrusted to us in one way or another. We might take on certain financial responsibilities for people who can't take those on. Uh, And of course, if we have children or elderly parents, for example, these are all ways in which we may engage a spirit of maturity and responsibility. But outside of that, when we contemplate our own selves and some would even put this as first, some depending on the person might put this at a a second, but it's gotta be top three. And that really is that you alone are responsible for your happiness. And that can be tough to understand and to appreciate. And that can also be a very hard lesson to really integrate and accept, especially at a time like this. But I do think we will get there as much as we have that that high that feels way over the top to start the week, the energy goes down to that thud of a reality check. As high as we've gone is as low as we're going to go here. But then something interesting starts to happen before the week is even out. And that is we start to identify what can we actually do to make things better whether it is how we're focusing our minds, our conversations, or whether it is how it is that we're seeing ourselves, there's still an action oriented principle here where we're identifying what we can do to improve our circumstances in a way meaningful to us. And by taking those steps, we find that the rewards are there as well before the week is even out. Now think about our recent astrological circumstance as we are entering this week. Last week was huge. I focused a whole lot on the North Node conjunct Chiron. Uh, That is a rare celestial event. It takes place about once every 15 years or so, um, but it can vary a couple of years uh, more or less depending on the particular cycle. But yes very special energy if you didn't watch that i would encourage you to see that um, because it is that sense of where it is the soul desires to go and how it is that we're ready to heal something really profound to look at certain vulnerabilities and how that just might open up pathways to us our courage in facing those things we think would never heal Just being willing to look at them can open up greater love and greater wisdom to us. But what we also had, and the energy we're carrying into this week now, was late last week we had a full moon. That full moon took place in the energy of Virgo. I did talk about that as well, though. I didn't uh, tap into it as much. That was very powerful energy as well. And that full moon in the sign of Virgo had that sense of looking at the details and the reality but as a result of seeing them being filled with hope, needing to face the thing that's hard, but in so doing, you're able to understand that things might actually be a lot better than you previously thought that they were now that you're seeing the evidence. And so we're bringing all of that into this week. And I think that's going to contribute to that sense of being on a bit of a roller coaster now, but ultimately it's taking us somewhere good. It's taking us to a place where we make a choice because we know how high we can go is as low as we can go. Uh, We know that and we can observe when it is we're allowing ourselves to get carried away and in so doing we're able to bring in a measure of balance. We're able to bring in a measure of perspective that helps us to stay in a middle that is likely a lot more empowering especially with a week like this. If you've watched me for a while, you know I don't normally talk about myself too much, but here I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story. Maybe I will end up cutting it out. (laughs) We'll see, Uh, because you'd be surprised how many personal things I've said on camera end up being cut out. That's why I really, really love editing and I rarely do live stuff, but okay. Let's see what uh, the year and the decade bring going forward from here. Now, having said that, years ago, we are talking at least 20 years ago actually more than that i remember i had this moment of clarity and i was uh, with a group in a gathering and everyone was drinking and really getting very um high right choosing to go high and i remember sitting there and feeling that energy even though i hadn't had anything to drink And a part of that was just being sensitive to the energies of others. But I remember feeling the sense of a a pink cloud rising high with this particular energy and indulging it uh, very strongly. And so no one at that group gathering could believe that I hadn't had anything to drink. And I always say to people, even now, whether they're new people or people that I've known for a while. When I go out, and sometimes people are surprised with the realization that I don't drink alcohol, and they go, What? You don't? What? And I'm like, Yeah, I know, right? I'm having the most fun. I'm getting into the party more than just about anybody else. I am right here with you. So, yeah. And sometimes I even say, You know, it's probably good that I don't because you'll see I'll be right here with you, <laughs> right in the party, right with you. And so I had this understanding that it was as if um, I was tuning a radio station, except it was tuning my own consciousness. And I realized that I could control how I was tuning my own consciousness to align with certain frequencies, the frequency that was playing out here in this moment with that group that I was with over 20 years ago. And yeah, I could enjoy myself. I could feel like I was feeling what other people were and and riding the same wave and enjoying myself. What I hadn't anticipated, and the point of telling this story is, what I hadn't anticipated was waking up the next day feeling emotionally hungover, shocked at that, surprised at that, that I could feel such a crash, such a low. And that was when the lesson of how high you can go is as low as you can go. The lesson of balance, the lesson of how it is that we ourselves as expressions of the universe and part of a larger whole as well, we ourselves, when it is that, we put ourselves in certain moments that peak, that are high, we're going to need time to find that balance because the natural tendency is like a boomerang for the universe to respond and us being a universe in and of ourselves as part of a larger multiverse, along with everybody else out there, It is going to take a moment for us to find that right balance with energy like this, uh, with a week like this. So let's talk about the aspects themselves. I think there are going to be shades and layers of understanding that I had over 20 years ago that a lot of people are likely going to be feeling now in one way or another, uh, whether it is that you're indulging anger, whether it is that you're indulging fun, uh, whether it is that you're indulging restlessness or recklessness it is going to be over the course of this week, that balance in one way or another will be restored. And we'll understand what actions we can take to find the right balance for us. And so it starts right out of the gate as we begin this week. Remember, Venus and Mars are traveling close in the sky. They had their conjunction, right? The beginning of a brand new cycle for them. But right now, as they're coming together into this week, They are both going to reach out and speak with Jupiter in a conversation of tension. And this is that sense of going too far, not knowing our limits, uh, being way overly optimistic. Now that could be optimistic about what a certain endeavor might entail, what the outcomes could be, beautiful things, right? But it can also be overly optimistic about what we can actually bring to a moment the energy we have, what we might be capable of. And if ever there was energy that said overindulgence, I mean, Venus square Jupiter is what? Uh, Drinking way too much wine, having way too much fun, getting lit in the club, not realizing when it's time to stop. (laughs) That's what this says to, uh, to me here. But, you know, again, if you make your choices consciously, I really am of the belief that You can't make a wrong choice if you have made your choice. And so just go into a moment, knowing that you're gonna be conscious to the best of your ability, make your choices from there. Our consideration of outcomes, of whatever actions or steps forward we're taking as we begin the week and in the first few days, um, it is uh, now that we may be seeing things not clearly, again, way too optimistically, There are some people who think that any aspect of Jupiter is good. That might be the case. There are also times when I think, nothing wrong with some overconfidence, right? However, where it turns to overindulgence, where it turns to action that maybe is not tempered with wisdom, uh, that is where we move into a space where, you know, the universe may ask us to be just a little bit careful there. And so it's Venus perfecting that alignment with Jupiter on Sunday. And on Tuesday, it's Mars perfecting its alignment as well. Venus and Jupiter is going way too far with enjoying yourself and your life. The energy of Mars and Jupiter, though, is about uh, acting from that place, being impulsive, uh, feeling so overconfident that you're not finding that right balance with intellect and instead you're just jumping in. Because Venus and Mars both are in the sign of Aquarius, Aquarius has to do with our alliances with other people, group endeavors, friendships. And it is an air sign. So it orients around communication, which means that we may need to be mindful of how it is that we're being overconfident in relation to the encouragement of uh, a social event, a gathering, a group endeavor, a friend, um, and also where it is that we're hearing what we want to believe, where it is that someone's being very honest and clear with us, but we're having a certain reaction that ultimately is rooted in something more deep within us. And it could be that people are way over-promising that's possible here. So we're seeing things really, really optimistically, but it's also possible that we're being a a bit negative. Um, And that could be a way that we end up overindulging energies at this time as well. So whatever it is that you need to do to maintain balance, right? That can be very helpful at this time. Venus, of course, is goddess of love. And Mars is God of passion. And so a lot of this may play out in the context of what's happening in love and our individual journeys. But of course, this could also be fun. Uh, This could also be our own sense of motivation as well uh, to harness our power to move in the direction that we desire to go. Uh, Whether it is love, whether it is fun, whether it's money with Venus as well, these are going to be areas where, yes, it becomes possible to go really, really, really far. (laughs) And if you're enjoying it, and again, if you make that choice consciously, you can't make a wrong choice. As high as you can go is as low as you can go. I think that's the third or fourth time I'm saying that so far in this video. (laughs) Now, having said that, the low, it comes Wednesday. As Mercury and the sun meet Saturn in the sky, If ever there was energy that said, here comes a reality check moment, this would be it. Honest evaluation that can be stark. However, even that is tempered at this time because it is as we get to the end of the week that both these planets are going to connect in harmony with Jupiter. Remember, Saturn and Jupiter uh, have been in this kind of free-floating, harmonious conversation Uh, that is defining the beginning of this year and the end of last year as well, that is a key component of understanding uh, uh, one of these peak and important moments of Jupiter in Taurus and Saturn in Pisces as well. And so that's playing out for the collective, and I've spoken about that at length, in particular in the Jupiter special horoscopes, the Saturn special horoscopes. I'll try to remember to link them below, but you can check them out on my YouTube channel uh, as well. Having said that, When it is that a planet meets either Saturn or Jupiter, because these planets are speaking in harmony, it means that, yeah, ultimately, however we might feel in a moment of the meeting, there's also that sense of hopefulness. There's a sense of empowerment, which is the very nature of the type of conversations playing out here at this time. And so the type of conversation here is what we call, uh, or astrologers call, a sextile. And sextiles are considered easy uh, or harmonious connections. However, they're not as easy or harmonious as trines. Trines are considered blessings. They're when uh, two planets are very close in terms of degree, but also in the same element. But sextiles play out in complementary elements. And so water and earth get along really nicely, right? Water gently shapes earth, earth supports water, gives it a container. Um, but think about the other elements, right? There's fire and air signs as well. Air and fire make each other stronger, but water puts out fire. And so you can see here that it makes sense with observing nature, but because we have these complementary elements playing out with key and big planets, Saturn and Jupiter, it means that the sun and Mercury are going to feel that energy, feel that harmony. Yes, there is a reality check moment. Yes, there is a sense of needing to really get honest with ourselves about where we are in some cases, quite literally. Remember Saturn is uh, a planet that has to do with manifestation and the reality of the situation, but it's also an energy that can often be very embodied. But one thing that I think doesn't get enough emphasis that actually is super important is that Saturn has that more intellectual and visionary side as well as ancient ruling planet of Aquarius. It has a side to it that's also highly scientific as well and can be rational with a healthy sense of detachment. For all that though, we have here these powerful and important energies that are going to invite us to face the truth in at least one area of life and in at least one way. These planets, Mercury and the Sun, are meeting Saturn in the sign of Pisces. And Pisces is all about the dream. It's about the feeling, the connection, the interconnection, the oneness of all things. And of course, there is a larger oneness of all things. But Saturn makes distinction. And right now, over the course of this slow journey of Saturn, moving through the sign of Pisces moved in here just under a year ago. As we start this week, we collectively are on this slow journey to take dreams and make them reality, but also to face those things that we're afraid of face the illusions face where it is that perhaps we haven't been honest with ourselves where we've wanted to sort of believe in fantasy and dream and, you know, the image of the ostrich with its head in the sand, Uh, that can sometimes be a good thing. Actually, there are times when we need to focus entirely on what it is we're hoping to align with, what it is that the best possible outcomes are, where it is that our hope is leading us because hope is one of those great things about being human that we can have hope. Hope is a beautiful thing. And Saturn in Pisces is encouraging us to make hope real. However, where the energy is not healthy is when we allow ourselves to get caught up in illusions and delusions. And we think in doing so we can avoid the practical realities of a given situation. I mentioned earlier in this video that Saturn speaks very powerfully to taking ownership for your happiness, but there are layers to understanding that one way to take ownership for your happiness. Of course, is to decide how you're going to focus your mind is to decide what you need to be in a state of emotional equilibrium and to focus yourself in that way. But where it is that we are giving into fear, and trying to avoid a situation can sometimes be an expression of fear. That is when that fear and the thing that we are afraid of gains power, gains momentum, and takes a hold of us. It gains power over us. And that's where we put ourselves in a state of greater powerlessness. There are times. That being or appreciating our powerlessness in a given uh, moment over a given person, place, thing, or situation can actually be really empowering. There are times when it drains us of power. There are times when it is wise to appreciate our only power is to accept in this moment. However, there are also moments and there are also times when in learned helplessness, we are not activating and truly able to accept and embrace that we actually have a lot more power than we realize. If Saturn is anything, it is practical. It is inviting us to consider what it is that genuine happiness is to us and to do the work. We may not get there right away, but energy like this week says, with the willingness to do the work, we've already begun to shift the tide we already start moving towards greater happiness, whatever that means for us, than we've known before. Over the course of Thursday and Friday, first Mercury and then the Sun are going to speak in harmony with Jupiter. Jupiter, of course, is the planet of hope. And this is where we're able to identify what we can actually do to make things better in our lives, where it is that practical steps are available to us. And that in turn can be this healing bomb that comes rushing in. But it does require our participation. There are some astrologers who think this type of conversation, a sextile, is actually more fortunate than the trine that I spoke of earlier. Because with the trine, we're kind of laying back and we're allowing. But with the sextile, what's happening is we are able to find things that we can do We're able to feel some sense that things can be better. They should be better, but also ownership for the fact that in one way or another, we can make them better. And because we're seeing things optimistically, we're taking steps from that place. But that's the very important key here is the ownership for the steps we can take. This is an active energy when we're looking at these types of conversations just like two different types of people doing what they need to do to get along. These are complementary elements with sextiles, and yet there's still work involved to get them to get along. And in this case, it's going to end up being work that is truly rewarding. That's the blessing of Jupiter. Jupiter is about making things better. Whereas the start of the week we're thinking they can be way better or they are way better than they actually are at least as we get to the end of the week we're evaluating from a place of considering what can we do in that place we end up participating in the unfolding of the universe and the unfolding of our blessings as well what i love about this week for us there's so much here it is a powerful and meaningful astrological moment Uh, There's so much that's so good here. I am going to say the energy we end the week on is so lovely. There is a bit of a roller coaster this week and next week as well to be straightforward with you. Next week we've got these harmonious Uranian connections, but also really not harmonious Uranian connections. So there's gonna be a shock a minute, a surprise a minute. As soon as we enter next week, I'll be here to talk about it every step of the way. But at least for now, and at least while we're ending this week, there are these really beautiful energies uh, that we are able to embrace. And these energies at the end of the week are about believing that there are things you can do to make things better, and there absolutely are. With Mercury and the Sun in Pisces, belief does go a really long way. Knowing that it's possible for things to be better can often be the first step and a healing step in order to make them so. But I would also say a lot of this is about that sense of participation, but it starts with knowing that the universe is on your side. It absolutely is. And with the universe on your side now, and knowing that however your relationship with the planets might be, that there's a higher love playing out here, it changes the way that you understand your power and how it is you live these celestial connections. And if it is that you have an eye towards, how's this moment helping me to become a more wise and loving version of myself than I was before, Well, it is moments like this that we end the week on that fill us with motivation to continue to find, to explore, and to fully embody our own unique answer. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here's some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm so grateful for you, thank you. And of course, if you wanna know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you and your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com where you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week for as low as just $3 a month with chooser membership rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShahSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has an incredible March season that is coming up very, very soon. Uh, And it is, as we start this week, just five days that you have to choose your tuition rate as as just five dollars a class an unheard of rate to learn from these incredible astrologers as part of a jam-packed amazing march season ahead at synchronicityuniversity.com i'm gonna start with my own class uh, i am coming back after two years away from synchronicity university with a five-week course There was a couple times there where I stepped in to teach a single class here and there, but now I'm back with a five-week course. And this is called Outer Planet Transits, Times of Change, Fate, and Pain. And it is about helping you to understand the outer planets differently in some way, especially the transits. I'm gonna be presenting brand new material here, brand new mythologies on the one hand, uh, to help you to understand the core energy of this planet. So we'll be looking at different myths than I've ever shared before in my books or uh, in these weekly videos that I do with you. And also uh, we're going to be looking at different celebrities as well. So if you've taken classes with me before, like I know a lot of you have, uh, we are going to be looking at people we haven't seen before before. And I think that's gonna be part of the fun as well. And so there is a sense of tapping into outer planet transits in some way. And sometimes, as I mentioned in this whole weekly uh, horoscope, I was talking about how sometimes our power really is in surrender but sometimes it's in taking ownership for our power. And I think in many ways, outer planet transits invite us to do that. And there's another layer as well in that, I find that whatever happens under the light of an outer planet transit, there's some very big faded quality to it as well. So whether it is things are changing in a way that feels and you judge as good or whether it is a really challenging time and a painful time, we are going to be looking at all of that as part of helping us to understand how to make the most of these very special times of outer planet transits. You've got just days left as we start this week to choose your tuition rate. As always just $5 a class, an unheard of rate to learn from me. It's at Synchronicity University, the only place where you get to learn from me at that rate, at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Sign up now, links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the incredible Zamboni Funk. I love Zamboni as an astrologer. He is brilliant and engaging and fun to learn from. Uh, He is an astrologer who is for all generations, but certainly in the conversations we had, uh, especially that was posted here on my YouTube channel recently, He talked about being an astrologer for a lot of Gen Z clients and how relationships are being understood differently. And I found that conversation so illuminating and empowering as well. So you may want to check that out. But for all that, this is where Zamboni is going to go into using astrology effectively, helping you to understand how to approach the sky, to approach the chart using techniques. So there is this portion of the course that's highly oriented around techniques that you can use. It's about identifying the right question. So what is it that the client is actually asking? And it's about your own self observation as well, your own self knowledge as well. Where is it that you are approaching the chart? You're asking one thing, but actually there's a deeper question at play here. It is Zamboni that's going to guide you through an understanding of how to use astrology so that astrology is at its best as you practice it with real techniques and wisdom and so much more. And so you've got just five days left as we start this week. If you're watching it as we move into the week, like a lot of people do, you've got even less days to choose your tuition rate as as just $5 a class to learn from the one and only Zamboni Funk. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the one and only Celeste Brooks. Celeste is brilliant. She is ready to take on the world of astrology with this very special class called Moon Mastery. I cannot emphasize enough how important the moon is in the astrology chart. And to understand transits and natal aspects of the moon is an incredible way to move towards emotional equilibrium which is a state of peace within yourself. It's about understanding what home is uniquely to you and so much more, your comfort zone and so much more. Well, it is going to be Celeste that goes through a five-week class to help you to understand the symbolism, working with it, understanding the phases of the moon, phase that you're born under, working with the moon as part of observing transits to your chart and just so much more the interview i've posted with her and especially the clips i've been sharing wow they've been getting incredible feedback so many of you love learning from the one and only celeste brooks so have a look at that interview you'll get to see how uh, professional she is how insightful she is but also this is a class that is in a very real way going to help you to understand how astrology actually helps us to be the best versions of ourselves And a big part of that is self-knowledge. And it is this class that's going to help you in that immensely. And so you can learn a whole lot more about Celeste Brooks and her incredible class, Moon Mastery, being presented by SynchronicityUniversity.com. You've got just five days left to choose your tuition rate as we start this week links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has an incredible March 2024 speaker series. Wow, this is such a special group. And this is a series that you don't want to miss. We've got just days left as we start this week to choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class, an unheard of rate to learn from this caliber of astrologer. And boy, you may know if you've watched me for a while with the speaker series, it's all about gathering astrologers, the superstar astrologers, along with the future superstar astrologers uh, and to put them on the same series as part of lifting all of astrology up. And so we always have, We try to have at least one big dog astrologer, and we got a big one this time. And that is the one and only Maurice Fernandez. Maurice is one of the leading evolutionary astrologers in the world today. He has written so many books and articles and so much more. He's an award-winning astrologer. I was actually there when he won one of his awards. Uh, I won an award that day as well. So that was really fun. But having said that, yeah, Maurice is a big deal and he is a big dog and he is coming to synchronicity university as part of exploring the upcoming Jupiter Uranus conjunction. He's going to dive into it really deeply to help you to understand it from that evolutionary astrology perspective from the perspective of the soul and how this might be a moment that is going to help the collective and us individually as well to have a leap of consciousness at that time. Powerful to consider. Victoria Almirati is coming to Synchronicity University with Children's Astrology. Um, I interviewed her. It was so much fun talking to her. And also after the interview with the cameras off, she gave me a, a little bit of a reading and it was so brilliant. I cannot overstate just how brilliant an astrologer she actually is and how caring and compassionate and funny. And so check out that interview I did with her, but also check out her class on children's astrology. Uh, coming up as part of the March 2024 speaker series. Fernando Guimaris is amazing. He is someone who's been active in the astrology community for many years. I've known him for many years, and now he's coming to Synchronicity University with a class on solar arcs and helping you to understand this very powerful predictive technique. It's going to help you to apply it right away to recognize moments of big transitions and big changes in your life with this specific technique. Um, Fernando is also an astrologer here in Brazil. Uh, I don't know if you realize it, but I am in Brazil. I don't know what gives it away. (laughs) The shirt, the flag, something or other. Uh, But yeah, I am really, really loving my time here. I was here last year as well. And so Fernando and I have known each other way longer than any of that. And for way longer than any of that, he's been telling me, I got to come to Brazil. I got to come to Brazil. And then I did. And I just loved it so deeply. And I'm back and I love it so deeply. And so he, in the interview I did with him that's here on my YouTube channel, he actually talks about astrology in Brazil, why it thrives so much. I was really surprised to see how many people in Brazil actually watched me and have reached out to me to meet me in person. It is just all so lovely. So, yes, you'll get insights into that with the talk that we had here on YouTube. But come to his class and learn about solar arcs, this powerful predictive technique. Catherine O'Connell, My goodness, did I love talking to her. Dreams are medicine. They are your medicine. Uh, And she is such a heart-centered person. She is a clinical psychologist, and she's bringing that perspective and an understanding to help you to tap into the power of your dreams, to use your dreams to move you towards greater healing. She's going to dive into that so deeply. And I think that Talking with her, it, it shifts something within us. And I think that her class is gonna do what it did for me in my conversation with her, which was to feel this profound sense of love and wisdom from her, but also illumination as well into the dream space and more. And finally, Leanne Mercafferty is coming to Synchronicity University for the first time, where she's gonna be talking about the ICMC access. And so this is the IC, which is the lowest point in the chart, the beginning of the fourth house and the MC, which is the Zenith of the Zodiac at the moment of your birth, the beginning of the 10th house and how important these very sensitive points on the chart actually are. And so you'll get a whole other appreciation of how these energies actually work off each other and together in their own ways to help you to fulfill the purpose of both going high and achieving something that you feel good about with the MC, but also finding a real sense of home with the IC. An incredible March 2024 speaker series and you've got just days left to choose your tuition rate as well as just $5 a class, only at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Sign up now, links are in the description below. And thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for your trust. I'm so grateful for it. I'm still in Brazil, as I just said. Um, This is my last full week here early the following week. So next week, you'll see me here with the same background. But then the following week, it will be different because I will be in Santiago, Chile. I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be my first time in Santiago, my first time in Chile as well. Boy, do I ever love stamps on my passport. I really, really do. Uh, You might know or not that I have a Sag moon. So yes, it's deeply emotionally fulfilling for me every time my passport gets stamped with a brand new country. Uh, And so yeah, I'm gonna be going to Chile. I will be meeting up with my dear friend, one of my best friends, Um, in the world is Andy of Wise-Ass Astrology. And he has been on my channel. He and I will be doing some recording together when we meet out there. But I'm really looking forward to that as well. So if it is that you are in Santiago or in the area and you'd like to meet, you'd like a hug, this time, it's not just me, you get Andy as well, at least for the first days. And then I'll stay a few days longer as well. So either way, it'll be what it needs to be and it'll be a whole lot of fun. So I look forward to meeting friends and fans uh, in Santiago. And if you have any ideas or thoughts about what would be interesting to do while we and I are there by we. I mean me and Andy uh, let me know in the comments below I would uh, love some of your insights some of your experiences your wisdom your strength your hope and your recommendations as well and thank you I am in Brazil Brazil is so special to me I feel deeply moved by how powerfully healing this place is for me and I feel very blessed for the opportunity to be here Um, incredible people, incredible friendships, incredible spirituality, and so much more. And so every place I go changes me. I was thinking about that earlier today. It's like a relationship, right? Like every relationship you have, it could be a romantic, it could be a friendship or whatever. It changes you in some way. And of course, some relationships last a really, really long time. I mean, I did live in Mexico for 10 years, so that was a really long relationship some last a lifetime. I mean, I was born and raised in Canada. So that is a lifelong relationship that I have with that country. Um, But it's really, really nice to feel how much love and wisdom is being cultivated here um, and how that is changing me for the better. And I hope that that continues to show in my astrology. Uh, that i share with you here on youtube and in the other places i share astrology as well like the superstar space and my books and, and all the other things i do the classes i do as well i hope uh it is evident how good this place is for me um, on how it is that my work evolves in front of you and thank you thank you again for watching i'm truly so grateful for it it'll be a great week enjoy